Hello and welcome to level two of Three Extra Lives, a video game and trivia podcast. My name is Tom Knight and hello again. We're back for level two and I just wanted to take this opportunity to thank everyone for their kind words, their feedback, their messages after the first level. Also people telling me their scores, how they got two, how they got one, how they got zero. I love hearing that. Also, some people told me they got three, but I think there might be some controversy around that. But I'm not gonna <laughs> I'm not gonna go into that here. But I really love it if you can follow the show over on Twitter at Three Extra Lives. We're also on Facebook at Three Extra Lives, and it's great just to hear your guys' reactions to the the episodes. And I'm just really really stoked to have this out there and people listening to it and getting feedback as well. It means it means a lot and I'm really excited to bring you another level today. So without further ado, let's get started. So the first segment on Three Extra Lives today, I'm gonna to be talking about something you guys may have heard of before. And there was a TV show in the 90s called Where in the World is Carmen Sandiego? You, you, you probably heard of it. There was a reboot of this series on Netflix fairly recently. You might have caught that as well. But the reason why I'm bringing this up is because, well, actually, hang on. Because if you did watch Where in the World is Carmen Sandiego and you're like me and you watched it in the UK, you might, you might be familiar with this intro. Where is Carmen Sandiego? Okay exactly right from the uk that's that's the intro you heard when you were watching the show back in the 90s however it came to my discovery about a year ago that not everyone was hearing this same introduction and in fact in america there's a totally different intro where in the world is carmen san diego and this came up for me when i was talking with my girlfriend amanda who is originally from Canada and we were talking about Carmen Sandiego for some reason and I started singing her the intro and she just gave me the weirdest look ever and anyway that's a bit of a side story why am I talking about where in the world is Carmen Sandiego around the time of the TV show in the 90s I think a couple of years before there was also a game that came out on the Sega Mega Drive and you would navigate a computer screen you would receive clues about Carmen Sandiego and her actions you'd visit various countries you'd visit buildings within the countries you'd, you'd go to a bank you'd ask witnesses for information and they'd give you clues like she's changed her money to rupees and you'd be like oh well that means she's gone to India and then you would go to India and then you'd uncover more clues and eventually hopefully you would collect all the clues and you would find which country Carmen Sandiego is in and you would arrest her before she escaped again. And you only had so much time to do that. You had maybe four days and as you travel, time would progress. You would have to sleep. So you had a bit of a time limit and it was, it was cool just being a youngster and playing for a game like this. Quite educational. You were learning about countries, capital cities, facts about landmarks. Uh, currency like I said flags just that general stuff and it was cool that this was a, a video game but really 
I think you just class it more as an educational program because that's what it was. It was it was pure learning, but it was brought to you in a way that was highly entertaining. So we finally got to what I'm going to be talking about. You can now relive your youth. If you play Carmen Sandiego back in the day, you can relive your youth because now on Google Earth, on iOS, Android and Chrome, if you have the Google Earth app, you might notice a familiar little icon if you go into that app now. And there'll be a little Carmen Sandiego icon that you can click on and it will initiate a game. Yes, Carmen Sandiego is back. And this is reliving the style of the old Carmen Sandiego game. You'll follow clues. You'll get to travel all around the world and try and locate Carmen Sandiego. And they're actually using the Google Earth itself to travel to the various locations. It will then zoom in to the various cities that you're going to. You'll get a 3D render of the city, of the landmarks. It'll give you some information about the landmarks. I just thought this was really cool use of the Google Earth technology and to relive this classic game. It's not the actual game that was out for the Mega Drive, but they've rewrote it, they've recoded it. There's an art style from the Netflix series to kind of complement this as well. And they're going to be releasing a series of these adventures over time. And the first one is the Crown Jewels. So it's really cool that you can just log into Google Earth now and you can play Carmen Sandiego. If you've, if you've ever played that game, you've got to go back and try it. It will give you a real nostalgia kick. But it's also being dubbed as something that the next generation can play as well to get excited about geography. And I think these games are great where they strike a balance of educational and gameplay. And I know myself that I like geography. I've always enjoy geography. I don't know if it's 100% contributed to this game. Maybe it was. I mean, I played it. I loved solving the puzzles of the currencies, the flags, and the information. And I know there's a lot of people out there that did that as well. All right, it's trivia time. And I'm going to give you your own slice of Carmen San Diego. So we're going to we're going to go for a geography question. I'm sorry guys. I'm sorry, but here we go. I've just heard the Carmen San Diego has stolen the crown jewels and she's heading to the capital of Peru. But what is the capital of Peru? The capital of Peru is Lima. If you got that right, give yourself an extra life and maybe head over to the Carmen San Diego game in Google Earth because it sounds like you'd be pretty good at it. All right, segment two time. And I'm going to mention here a little game I discovered this week, a little indie game called Mars Underground by Matt Sanderson, an Australian developer. And this game seems really cool. This is a old 16-bit RPG art style that's currently available on PC and Mac. You can pick it up on Steam right now. And the, the synopsis for this game is, it's your first day at a new school. Every day is your first day at a new school. Every night the world ends. So Mars Underground, it's an apocalyptic adventure game where you relive the same day over and over. Think Groundhog Day, right? That seems to be a popular 
theme that's coming back right now. I, I've just recently finished watching Russian Doll on Netflix. That was that was really good. So the player is going to be attempting to solve mysteries. They're going to be able to uncover multiple endings as well. And they're going to be exploring the possibilities in this time loop. So with each cycle, there is a potential to pick up new items, new information, which you can then use to change the course of your original day. And the game kind of starts with you in an office with a guy called Dr. Cronus, and he gives you this medication, which you must take. You must take your medication, guys. Once you take this medication and you go to sleep for the night, it means your day is over and you start all over again. I tried out a demo of this within my browser, actually, on the Mars Underground website, and it was really awesome just to be able to play through a sequence of the game. Just to give you a little insider information of what I encountered. Because I got up, I walked in front of the TV in front of my sister, who she's not happy when you do that, by the way. But anyway, I got to school. There's some shady agents hanging outside the front of that. I got into school. I was there for a few minutes before I had punched the school bully and got expelled. And then I was free for the day. I could explore the neighborhood. Let's just say I ended up in a place out of this world. That's all I'm gonna say. I'm really interested to pick this game up and explore the options. I mean, video games usually is about learning from a sequence of events and avoiding the thing that potentially eliminates you. But with a game like this, you can learn and you can maybe find out ways to do things quicker each time you play or discover new topics to talk to people about which potentially unlocks a new direction for the story. So I think maybe we've all had that fantasy of replaying a day over and over so we can get the, the right outcome and I just think this is a really cool concept for a indie game and I'm looking forward to playing it more. And just before I end there I also want to say that this game will be coming out on Linux, iOS and Android. Okay guys, here we go. It is trivia time and obviously that game by Matt Sanderson is called Mars Underground, which leads me to this question. Which well-known racing game series has a seventh and eighth installment which also contains the word underground? The answer is Need for speed. There we go. Give yourself an extra life if you got that one right. And finally, in this level of three extra lives, I'm going to tell you about a rather spiffing old game I found on the old Kickstarter old chap. I hope you like my British impression. This game is called Lord Winklebottom Investigates. I can't stop doing the British accent. It, it might just come on while I'm doing this. I'm awfully sorry, I just can't resist. So I came across this game on Kickstarter and with the release of this level of this episode of 3 Extra Life, there's only one day to go. As I'm sitting here recording it now, this game has almost reached its 10,000 pounds funding mark out of 25,000. So there is a little bit way to go, but I'm hoping over this weekend, there's 
big developments and I know the world of Kickstarter can be a crazy and volatile thing where things can change. So fingers crossing when you're listening to this, the game has actually been funded. But if not, I really encourage you guys, if, if you're listening to this episode on the day it comes out, is to go over to Kickstarter. There'll be links in the show notes for this, which I'll give information about at the end. But let me tell you a bit more about this game. This game is set in the 1920s. It's a murder mystery point and click adventure game for PC, Mac, and it's gonna be coming to Nintendo Switch, which is very exciting. And in this game, we join Lord Winklebottom and his steadfast companion, Dr. Frumple. Yes, Dr. Frumple, as they investigate a murder of their old friend. Like I mentioned, this game is gonna be in the style of the point and click, think Monkey Island, Grim Fandango, Broken Sword, that style of game, which is something actually I'm a big fan of. And it's a really charming game that seems like it's going to be a lot of fun, especially if you enjoy that old timey British humor, cup of teas and just the novelty of the the British language really. I think it's I think it's capturing that really well. We have these sets of animals. Lord Winklebottom is a giraffe. His companion, Dr. Frumple, is a hippopotamus. And then we just sat in this animal world. It's got me thinking of something along the lines of Bojack Horseman, where that world is just heavily populated by animals. Although there is some humans, but this is solely animal populated world. You're gonna uncover clues, interview suspects, and solve puzzles to crack the case and to capture the killer. You're also going to uncover horrifying dark secrets of the Isle of Behest. I don't know if I said that right. I hope I did. But this game is going to be inspired by Sherlock Holmes, Agatha Christie, that type of era of of mystery and, and detective work. This game is founded and developed by one person, one person alone, and it's Charlotte Sutherland. And she was an animator for about a decade for various companies, including Rare, TT Games, EA, and Sumo Digital. So, like I say, this Kickstarter is almost over at the time of release of this, but I really encourage you to check it out. It's such a heartwarming project. There seems to be a lot of love and care around what this project is going to be. There's obviously that connection with animals as well, which Charlotte talks about in her really in-depth Kickstarter blog post, which gives you information about the game and about where it's going to be heading. And I really, really hope this game gets funded. I stumbled across it quite late in the day, but it's just, it's just so bloody charming. I can't really tell you enough that I just want you to go out there Check it out, spread the word at last minute if you're listening to this. Maybe you don't need to because the game's already funded, but still, spread the word. Let's get Lord Winklebottom on everyone's lips. Let's get everyone saying Lord Winklebottom investigates. Okay, it's trivia time to wrap up this level. And I'm going to ask you the question in this accent as well. So I hope you can understand me. Giraffes have two hearts. True or false?
the answer, as much as I wanted it to be true, it is false. Giraffes do not have two hearts. They do have a muscle wall that has evolved to become extremely thick and it's combined within a small radius, but it gives them one tiny, powerful heart. There you go. And speaking of hearts, if you did get that right, give yourself an extra life. And that, my friends, brings us to the end of another level of three extra lives. How did you do on the quiz this week? I know it wasn't as heavily video gamified as you might expect. Sometimes it's not gonna be. It's just, it's just gonna try and be relevant to the story. It might be about video games. It might not be. You've just always gotta be on your toes. You might learn something from the questions. I know I did about giraffes not having two hearts. I don't know why I would have thought they did, but there we go confirmation on this show and i just want to thank you guys again for listening i want to thank you for the follows on social media if you haven't done that yet please do so at three extra lives as of recording this the show has still not been approved for itunes but maybe when it comes out it has and if it has and you are listening through apple Podcasts, i really appreciate if you could leave me an itunes review there really helps to boost the show especially in these early days when there's not too many episodes out it it really does a lot to give the show a bit more traction before i go as well i just want to let you know that you can find everything i've mentioned on the show links to what i've been talking about over at three extra lives.fireside.fm everything's going to be there that i've mentioned on this so if you've missed something just head there and you will find what I've been talking about. That's 3extralives.fireside.fm. So that's it. I will bid you all a tally-ho, and I will see you in level three.